Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. Once again, this is your host, Brother David, alongside our very own Pastor John Matthews, who's in the house today. Praise the Lord, sir. How you doing? Off the road. Amen. Yeah, we know you had a little bit of traveling work to do, uh, working the ministry, amen, to to promote the, the kingdom agenda. Yes, and uh, that's what we need in this day and age more than ever. Yeah, you, you you can't wait for it to come to you. The work, you have to go to it. Amen, amen. Um, how's everything else been going? <laughs> uh, it's been interesting, you know, making a, a shift, uh, taking a little more responsibility on uh, one of my uh, one of my jobs uh, and leading the Sun Coast Baptist Association just Taking a little more responsibility in that and uh, just getting used to it and hearing God on how to go about uh, doing that job in a way that uh, makes the kingdom of God uh, greater. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of sacrifice, uh, uh, especially of time, family, everything. You know, a lot of people don't understand uh, what real ministry is all about. Mm hmm. Uh, hopefully we might get a little bit into that today. Yes, I think we will. I'm matter of fact, I know we will. <laughs> Amen. So with that being said, let's go ahead and look to heaven. Father, we thank you again, Lord, for this opportunity. Lord, we we thank you for your justice, even though sometimes we may not understand. And truth be told, we don't need to understand. All we need to know is that our trust and confidence is in you. Mm-hmm. You have everything under control. Yes. We know that all things work together for the good to them that are called according to your purpose, Lord. We are designed for your workmanship, for your glory. Yes. We are the tools that you will use to get your agenda across. And Lord, we thank you for that opportunity and privilege that you have blessed us with. Thank you. And Lord, touch those ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today. And, and those that are even listening that are not in the church, Lord, prick their hearts. Draw them to a place of repentance and confession unto you, Father. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So speaking of ministry, work, what what's the top topic for today? Uh, I think I told you that we were going to talk about... The trap of comfort zones. The trap of comfort zones. <laughs> So let's uh, let's pick up in the book of Luke, Amen. Uh, chapter nine. Yes, very familiar parable. Uh, verse twenty three says, "And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it." But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or, or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of, of me and my words, of, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he 
comes in his in glory and in the glory of the Father and the glory of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. You know, Pastor, I, I, I want to give a quick definition so that so it kind of sets the tone, help us set the tone a little mm-hmm. bit. So a comfort zone is a place or a situation where one feels safe or at ease and without stress. Yes. Sounds good. Oh, it's it's lovely. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it's not real, but it's 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 a, a wonderful, uh, seemingly a wonderful goal. And I think oftentimes, um, the enemy tricks us into thinking this is our objective. Yes, and even even for some new converts having them to believe that if you give your life to Christ, everything's going to be all Oh, right. he's got the power to make life good. Yeah. Real good. Everything's going to be smooth sailing. Oh, easy peasy. And uh, you're not going to have any issues. Yeah, rose petals, the violins, you, you name it. But there's a big discrepancy there. It's, it's not real. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The enemy will sell you on what you want to buy and help create the desire. I mean, I was in sales for many years, and if there was no desire, there was no sale. And you literally, in many cases, created the desire. Yes. And and then and then and then you ask them, well, do you want to basically? I create spent I strategically created a desire and then asked them that they want to fulfill it. Yes. You would look for probing questions. Yeah, to find out, you know, how do I get this guy to want what I'm selling? And the enemy knows. He's listen, he's been probing for years. Yes. He knows what questions, he knows patterns and behaviors. Mm-hmm. He knows you have a fallen nature already bent towards sin. Yes. So, you know, these are the tools that he's using automat- you know, uh, immediately to his advantage. Well, the thing about comfort zones is it doesn't, you know, it doesn't say sin. It says, oh, just, you know, being comfortable. You know, but it leads to sin. Yes. The comfort zones, they, uh, they'll lead to rebellion, right? Uh-huh. I mean, they'll, they'll lead to slowfulness. Yes, you know the, the the comfort zone. The comfort zone isn't the sin; it's it's the fruit, and it's all of the things that living in comfort zones. Uh, it's all of what it does. Yeah, and and that's why one of the biggest selling tools, uh, especially particularly in the United States, that you see is about gaining riches. Yes, because when you gain riches, the ideal is you have the comfort zone. You have the big house. The mm-hmm. big bed, mm-hmm. uh, big vacation trips, um, the big car, all these things. It's about even more so if you if you take a closer look, it's about control. Yes. I have the power. You know. <laughs> so now I have the power to get the house, I have the power to get the car, I have the power to take the trip, you know, you know. 
Some people like doing some stuff just because they can exercise that power and actually do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if that's if that's what you want and what God wants, fine. Yeah. And, and just to make it clear, it's uh, God is uh, God is not opposed for rich people. He said you're going to no. have rich people. You also yes. going to have poor people. Yes. You know, but regardless of whatever state you're in. The mindset is whatever what God has given me, we have to make sure that we're doing it for the glory of God. Well, when well, when we think about being rich, what's our terminology for riches and what's his? Uh-huh. Uh, yes, God wants us to be, to be rich, but rich in what? Yeah. Uh, what he deems rich, what rich is, or, or is it what the culture, the world deems what rich is. Amen. And so often we make the two the same, and they're not. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So uh, we see gaining control as good. God sees, in his viewpoint, giving up total control is the absolute best. Amen. No, but that's that's uh, looking at him, uh, you know, in a different way. Yeah, and and that's you know that's why you, you know, when you read in the Bible, you read about a lot of different kings mm-hmm. who had issues uh, with God because they took it upon themselves to say, "Well, look what I've done. Look, if, look, yeah. look where what I've built. If I'm king, and and you know, then I should be able to do." Whatever, anything I want. Oh to do. yeah, I'm the master of all I survey, and 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 being a child of God is about being the master of none of it. Amen. Uh, you master your flesh, and the, and the reason why you master your flesh is so that you can give it over to God, so that He can master it. Amen. And what I mean, master your flesh, is like, okay, you discipline yourself so that you fall in line with his desires. Yes. Uh, what the world teaches is you let yourself go to enjoy the offerings of the world to fulfill every lustful desire that the flesh wants. Oh yeah. And, and the trap about it is that it's good. The Bible said it's pleasurable for a season. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what entices us because there is pleasure attached to it. Bait is pleasurable to a fish. Amen. Until he gets hooked. And so yeah, he realizes he got a hook on him. Yeah, and then he's <laughs> like, "Oh, oh, I, I knew something was that was too easy." Amen. And and that's where we you know often oftentimes find ourselves uh, being pulled in one direction when mm-hmm. we're trying to go a different route. Yes. And we find out why is it hard? Why is it hard? Because there's a hook on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, see, here's the thing: using your power, uh, your self control to get what you want, you end up uh, being gotten. But by giving up your power to get what you want, mm-hmm. then God keeps you safe from being uh, somebody else's. A fillet, <laughs> uh, but, and that's that's just hard for us to picture. 
Yeah. And it's hard for that fish to picture it either until he's in the frying pan. But what what God is saying, your 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 the utmost freedom you have is in giving me all of your freedom. Amen. That sounds like an oxymoron. That sounds I, I, like say it one more time. Say it one more time because I don't think people got that. Say the it. utmost freedom comes from giving him total control. We think I'm the the way I get total freedom is by being in control. Is is by my being in control. No, because you'll eventually lead yourself to being trapped. Yes. It's just a matter of time before you take the bait. Jesus is never going to take the bait. God, the Holy Spirit, they're never going to take the bait. Never. Yeah, in fact, in our in our lesson today, in our Sunday school lesson, uh, Job was trying to throw some bait at God and trying to get him to take it because he felt like he was deserved some justice and he was trying to put God on trial, but God had to remind him, where were you when I formed the universe? Yes. Where were you when I told the seas to go this far and no further? Yeah. You know, where were you when I did this, that, and the other? Mm-hmm. And Job had to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, not in the same league. <laughs> Nowhere near close. Yes, but, but uh, what the enemy does is dangle that carrot in front of us. Yeah. And just and all he, he wants us to get close enough to it, so that he can just snatch it and hook you. Yeah, and you and it's like, oh wait a minute! All of a sudden, you're in, you one moment you're about to feast, and the next moment you're in danger. But when you give God total control, he he's never going to let that happen. Amen. And you know, one of the things that I often find out is when people who are trying to uh, follow Christ and they're starting all of a sudden they, they're getting the, you know, the light is starting to click on mm-hmm. about certain things that they're supposed to be doing. You know, the enemy's always attempting that last little strike to get in there. He doesn't give up easy. You know, he, he went after Jesus three times in, in the wilderness. Whatever when, he finds keeps him in control is what he's going to keep working on. And then the Bible says when, when he tempted Jesus in the wilderness, uh, on, on three different instances and Jesus, you know, ate him up with the word. Um, he flew, he, uh, he went away for a season. Yeah. Regroup, re-strategize. I'll be back. And, and, you know, so that's one thing that we have to be very conscious about is the enemy. He, if you are staying prayerful, you are fasting, you're staying in your word, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, following the will of God. You know, he, he sees that, but what he does is he looks for his entry, his opening. Uh, I think one time you, you put it so beautifully, you, you know, the, the, the little wall that we have, he's looking for the gaps, the holes mm-hmm. that are in our lives that we haven't really completed yet, that we haven't matured in yet, mm-hmm. and then try to use that to get back in to manipulate, to control, you know, to trick well, you. And here's what he does. He tempts you with certain things. Yes. And and what you the hole you come out of to get what he's offering is the hole that allows him in. Yes. 
if he tempts me with uh, money, well, greed is is will pull me out to grab the money. Yes. But then that also gives him a way back in. Amen. So what whatever gets you out grabbing what he's offering gives him a insight and a pathway back in. Yes. And he's going to take I, I'll give you a very, very simple answer. I'll bring you a simple example. Okay. He He's trying now. The devil's, you know, he said, okay, you know, have we, hey, guys, have we tried uh, gambling with this guy lately? Oh, no, we haven't tried gambling in a long time. Maybe we need to try that. Okay, all right, let's see what we got. Um, his buddy has a card game. Oh, yeah, that's on Friday nights. Okay, let's ask him, you know, oh, yeah, that was a good card game going with your buddy. So he's talking to your man, right? And he's like, nah, I don't want to do that. You know, that's not a good idea. You know, that's 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 a bad use of my time and not doing the right thing. And I love my buddy, but not quite want to be around him, uh, you know, doing that. Okay, he, uh, anybody else here? Hey, that new casino just opened up. Uh, uh, see if he'll go over there. Wow, everybody's going to the casino. Why don't you just go check it out and see what's going on? You don't have to stay. Just yeah, I heard they got look, free food. They got free food. You know, just take a look, you know, and see what it looks like. You know, I was thinking about going to see that, you know, it's, it's the old Jedi mindset. You trick, he puts the thoughts there and then, you know, you own it. You take it as if you thought of it and then you act up. Yeah. All right. Then you get over to the casino and you're standing by the slot machine and, you know, you drop a coin in, and well, this is not, this is not bad. It's not. Oh man, I got two fruit. I almost. Oh man, you know, you drop another one, and who knows? You may drop fifteen quarters or what have you, and all of a sudden, you know, you 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 get a uh, hundred bucks. Oh wow, you know, and then you, you sit there and say, well, hey, I'm gonna you got three slot machines. I use part of my winnings, and one of them is gonna work, and He's got you because you put all that money back in and take a little extra because you know you, man. I keep getting two fruit. I just can't get the third. I'm bound to get the third one now. And not only has the hundred bucks that you won uh, dissipated, but but another eighty or ninety or two hundred. No, uh-huh. and so and it's it's you're tr- and you're trying to. Pull in the comfort of, of easy money. It's That's your bait. That's your trap. So that was an example with gambling. Right. But some, I'm not going to gamble on a bad day. But, you know, just to kind of let your hair down a little bit, enjoy things, you know, nice a cup of wine, right? And so, mm-hmm. you, you, hey, that was really nice. It just made my, my night lighter, slept real good, and, you know, so man, I need to just a little cup of night, boy. That really would help. Then you have a stressful day, uh-huh. and it's a a two cupper. You know, then then you have a I have a heartbreaking situation, and it, and it's a bottle. You know, and then you try to go back to the one cup a day, but you know you find yourself in the patterns of two two cups a day. And 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 you before you know it, 
you're you're sitting there with the bait in your hand and the nets closing around you. And while you're having a conversation with yourself about what to and what not to do, you're already trapped. And and it happens with uh, money. It can happen with work. All right, man. Oh, you know, uh, the guy that, that was been here 20 years, he's leaving. Man, that's not just an opening. That is the opening. I get the title. He makes 15 grand a year more than I do. That's an extra thousand a month. I really need to get rid of this old car and get the better one. You know, I've been telling my wife, you know, we need to stop renting and buy a house. Man, I need to get get myself uh, together for that job. Amen. But in order to do it, I'm going to have to put in a little overtime and a little more overtime. And, you know, the guy that's going to make the decision, you know, he likes to tell dirty jokes. You know, I can't tell him I don't like listening to his dirty jokes. That may not look good when I go for the interview. And Right? I'm compromising. The moment you start compromising your godly values, you know, whether you see the trap or not, you're in it. Uh-huh. Whenever you you begin to move away from the principles of God and the Word of God, you're you're moving into a comfort zone. You're moving into the trap. And those are just a few few simple ways. Yeah, and, and you know what's even worse sometimes is the devil will let you go to church. Oh, church can be a trap. Come on, man. You know, I, I've seen people. Come to church with an agenda. Oh, but by the way, not God's, <laughs> theirs. You know, I've always wanted to do this, especially uh, a new church. Like, you know, God led me to plant this church a little over seven years ago. First couple of years, uh, you know, I got uh, church hoppers. You know, you know, I remember I had a guy who probably in the last... Uh, 10 years, you know, been a part of eight to 12 churches. Wow. But, you know, he was looking for that one that had his comfort zone. You know, that, you know, this is, this is what I really like doing. And if, if this church would allow me to do that quite a bit, then I know this is a church for me. You know, I, I, and I, I could tell you this, this is why a lot of people also like big churches. Oh, yeah, because my comfort zone is I want to check that box. I'm a member. I'm faithful in my giving. In other words, they know they're going to get something. It may not be, you know, completely in all of what I should give, but they're going to, but they know they can count on me. You know, I'm going to give every week, Mm -hmm. you know, at least $5, but there's some weeks I'm going to 10 couple times a year I may go to 20 you know I mean hey that's a big sacrifice I only make a hundred thousand dollars a year <laughs> so uh yeah but they but but when it comes to all that other stuff they need to take what I gave them and hire somebody for that yeah you know that's not me or they just like going just to hide uh, yeah, they absolutely they don't want to be bothered they don't want to work 
They don't want to do anything in the ministry. They just want to come. I, well, I you know hear the word. Yeah, I, I I know that I probably should be doing something more than I'm doing, but I I haven't figured that out yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, when when I figure that out, then I'll probably try to do that. Uh, when the Lord lets me know. <laughs> yeah, when the Lord lets me know. And uh, unstop your ears, buddy. God is speaking constantly. His question is, you know, are you doing real hearing or fake hearing? Mm. Are you really trying to get the answer or is playing this game uh, the, the answer to to keeping things like you're comfortable with? Yeah. Because you know when you when you look at uh, in particularly uh, you're talking about this in this morning service about Barnabas mm-hmm. and how he was a tremendous encouragement to Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul needed that encouragement big time. Uh, he understood what was coming up against him. Yes. Because he created some of that havoc too. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he knew what the problems would be because he had been the source of the problem. And, um, you know, to the point where they had to lower him on the side. They they, they had to sneak him out of the city to save his life. Had to take extraordinary and unusual measures just to, uh, to get him out of the hands of those that would take his life that day. You know, the fact that he was, the Bible talks about he'd been shipwrecked two, three times, mm-hmm. uh, whipped, beaten. Um, Gone through some things. Yeah. Peter, uh, Peter and, and John, uh, when they went up to go to the prayer temple, they preached and they healed the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when they got before the council, the council got upset with them and said, look, don't preach this Jesus anymore. Get out of here. Uh, but, but before laying, letting them go, they whipped and beat them. And thank God they still went out preaching the name of Jesus. You know, when we hear stuff like that, we often say to ourselves, well, you know, that was them. Oh, that I, was back then. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want God, God can't ask to, for, for something like that today. You know, he understands, and, and I understand him. He wants me to be happy. And that won't make me happy. And, and if we do realize it, a lot of times that's part of the reason why we won't witness. I'm just going to let my light shine. Yeah, that's what we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because we are uh, afraid of the reactions of what may happen. Yes. By I'm the world. Not having to deal with that. Uh, I'll stay in my little comfort zone. Yeah, you know, I, I got I got a family to provide for. Oh I yeah, and if I witness somebody on my job, I may lose my job. So I'll just let my light shine. Amen. That's that comfort zone, and you get trapped there. And so, uh, look, the enemy says we need to get this guy promoted. You know, we need to get. I mean, let's get him really hooked and trapped. Or, or let's get him a raise, then, man. Where are you going to get the benefits and the package you have anywhere else? You got to stay here. You got to stay here. Oh, by the way, I'm going to need some overtime on Sunday. Amen. But but you, you're you on your way up the corporate ladder. It's, it's right there. You'll be there in no time. Just stay true to the cause. And before you know it, 
the corner office will be yours. Or not even that, even business owners. For those of you mm-hmm. that have businesses out there. You Same know, thing. You know, it, this this applies to all. Oh, you know you're the best. You do the best job. Everybody likes your work. And, you know, they need to pay you more for it. You know, but you, you know, you're getting there. But, man, you know. You need, uh, to, you need to make these uh, new uh, connections, network more. Oh, yeah, so you need to get out and move around, and you can't get stuck. You know, you hey, you need to be a, a five or six big church man because you'll get more clients. It's yeah. going to make more money. Hold on, and then you'll be able to give God more. And, you know, God wants you. Amen. All of you. Yes. Everything that's that's owned by you, he wants it all. Oh, by the way, and he deserves all of it. Amen. He paid the price for you and what you have. And and if you're a Christian, let, hey, it belongs. You belong to him. Your stuff belongs to him. And don't play games. You know, be who you said you wanted to be. Yeah, we have to get it clear in our minds that the earth. Is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, yes. and they that dwell therein. Well, that takes care of us and our stuff, doesn't it? Everything belongs to Him. Mm-hmm. He is the Creator. He's the Potter. We're the clay. Well, well, listen, God. Uh, I I saw that scripture about you on and everything, but well, we're kind of co-owners because man, I've been working hard and. You know, I mean, I know you helped me to get to work, but did you see the job I did when I got there? And, you know, that's how I got this raise, and that's why, you know, I'm making this money. and Forgetting. But I cut you in. You helped me to get the next raise. I'll go from 20 to $25 a week. All I need is that $5,000 raise. Yeah. Forgetting who's giving you the life, health, and strength that you have to even go to work. Forgetting the fact that who that he has given you a sound mind and the ability to gain wealth. That's that's why uh, I, I'm never forgetful of Nebuchadnezzar, the great king of Babylon. Yes, and 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 how God he was a chosen vessel of God to do the work and will of God, and uh, the, it, he used him to chastise his people. Mm-hmm. Brought him into captivity, right? Right. But then he forgets God and and begins to think more and more it all happened because of him. He, I mean, he just uh, rolls out a, a mat and lays down in the trap. And God even warns him like he warns many. Yes. In in different ways, but he warned him in a dream. And he didn't understand the dream. And God wasn't telling him because God needed someone else to tell him so he'd really get it. Because God's fair. He didn't want what he's saying all muddled up and mixed up and all of that stuff that was going on in his head, uh, the pride. Yes. The the self-centeredness. Yes. The, the conceit. So he uses a man that didn't have those problems, Daniel, to interpret this dream and to let him know. And Daniel says, look, King, this is not good for you, what I'm seeing. And uh, 
the way I see it, your best bet is to humble yourself so that either this doesn't happen or if it does happen, it won't last as long and or won't be as bad. But the next step you need to make is humbling yourself. Yes. Because the God that, that I serve is the God that's allowed you to to have the throne and to to be victorious, to be uh, militarily successful against all of these other countries. And uh, so Neverton else is like, well, I kind of get that. Yeah, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you know what? I need to take that in consideration. <laughs> and he did. And then all of a sudden, one day, Neverton steps out on his porch, looks around. You know, I remember when I told him to build that. I remember when I commissioned that building to be started and now it's finished. Oh, look at how beautiful that is. They did it just like I want. And then he says this, isn't this the great Babylon which I have built? Hmm. Now, while he's patting himself on the back with this self-centered, egotistic pride, God taps him on the shoulder said, you know what? The only thing that's going to help you is to lose your mind for a few years. Mm. And Nebuchadnezzar thought himself to be a cow for the next seven years. Wow. Until one day, God brings his senses back to him and with matted hair and nails like eagle's claws. He comes to himself. He, he's, he's back to saneness and soundness of mind while he has a mouthful of grass. Well, by the time he got the green off his teeth and you know, got the the seven year older off his body. He humbled himself and gave glory to God and acknowledged that the one person that truly can be in total control is only God. But he's to be trusted because of his great love, because of the great grace that he extends because of his willingness to be patient and suffer through with us to, in order to bless us, he deserves uh-huh. all that we can get back into his hands. Don't go for that trap. Don't be sucked in. Don't get pulled in. Stop thinking that you're ever going to be uh, in full control and then it's going to be the best you can be. No. The best you can do for yourself is to give God control. He has the wisdom that you don't have. He has the insight that you'll never have. He has the heart that's so far. He loves you more than you love yourself. Yes. And he will make sure by his divine power that the best situation happens for you. It won't be exactly like you want it, but the result will be all that you want. Trust him. 
Don't 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 think the little power that you can possibly hold on to is going to be a pathway to anything else. But faith, don't don't think that. Allow God to show you who He is by making your life better. Don't lay in a in a net uh, sucking on a hook. Don't be the don't be tonight's. Uh, menu Don't be the, the fish that gets fried D- Don't let that happen to you Give God the control And he will, will make you the head And not the tail He put Nebuchadnezzar On the throne when he repented And he'll elevate us To where we ought to be When we do the same Flee the, the trap of comfort and run to the feet of God. Amen. So after hearing all of that, somebody might be saying, well, what do I need to do again? Jesus said, if anyone come after me, deny himself, take up your cross daily and follow after him. And let's finish with this. Denying yourself simply means denying personal control of your life. Yes. Trusting that give that giving God control is the best thing. The second thing, take up your cross. That means make a commitment to God. And and that may mean you some things have to get on that cross. There are some things in your life that, you know, have to die. Yes. You know, that, that means that, you know, a cross was a horrible thing. It was a, it was a cultural uh, emblem of rejection. You, you may have to let the world reject you so God can accept you. But that, that cross is worth it. And then finally, follow me. Resemble Jesus. Seek and let him lead you to a place where you look just like he, where you're you're blessed like he was, where you will find the true peace and the true joy that lasts. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Follow him. Be a disciple of Jesus and truly be free. Amen. If you want to go ahead and close us out in prayer, sir. Oh, God, you know those that are so close to being pulled in. I pray that this word will move on their hearts, that they will leap to safety. Oh, God, I pray that whatever trap that the enemy is setting up for each and every listener that you will illuminate, that you will throw a light on it, you will help them to see the enemy's plot and plan. And then, God, that you will also light up the way to deliverance and freedom. Oh, and so by your spirit, touch their hearts that they may walk in the good and right way. Father, thank you. We need to be reminded. We need you to speak. Because sometimes, Lord, just the pressure of, of the offering is just so hard to say no to, to resist. But we must do it because it's 
It's not just a good thing. It's the best thing. Give strength and courage to your people. Strength enough that they will surrender to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.